Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. All right, it's 8 after 10 o'clock. We're talking finance with Brian Hirsch. Brian Hirsch, a very good morning to you. Hello, yes. Brian. Yes. I chose a topic this morning because all the kids are going back to school. So, uh, <laughs> it's quite thought, fitting. Yeah, so I thought let's talk about how we protect and what mistakes we can learn and what we need to do for our children. Mm, mm. Well, let's get straight into the into yeah. it then, Kathy, Brian. before the end of the program, well, maybe I can just start with one thing. Just just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, Jonas, uh, you, you, you called me and I, you gave me the wrong number. Uh, Chris, you called me from Durban, wrong number. And Lucretia from Pulakwani, wrong number. So I try to get back to those three without any joy. Okay, let's get on to our subject this morning, Kathy. You know, it's quite amazing how children pick up vibes from parents and how they react to certain events without even realizing what we've done. Uh, most parents struggle financially and children realize this. Mm-hmm. They, may, they may still be asking for the treats and things like that, but they do hear and they do pick up what's going on in the home. And many of us would like to ensure that our children avoid picking up you know, on our financial difficulties because it's imperative that we start teaching our children very much something about money. So what can we give our children? Well, we can set them standards and give them guidance. I mean, and we can also hopefully educate them and so that they can actually make it on their own. You know, there's an expression that says, you give a man a fish, he eats for a night. You teach a man to fish. He eats for life. Mm. And that's what a good edu- education is imperative and will have a major impact on any child's future. What parents need to consider is whether they'll send their children to private or public schools. They need to understand the costs, the budget for books and all the extras. They then need to understand when they finish school, tertiary education. And uh, Surveys have shown that 78% of children who matriculate and do a university degree will get a job. Only 40 if you've only just matriculated. So starting in early age, ensuring that your children are coping at school and helping them through their schoolwork is imperative. It's a journey. It's like the marathon. You know, a marathon, you plan, you do a lot of training. It's not like a sprint. Mm-hmm. You also need to consider how you're going to fund school fees. Um, and you need to understand that you can fund school fees while you've got a job, while you're working. But if you should die, then you've got to make sure that I've always said that the three components of, of, of protecting a family is one, to cover the debt. Second is to make sure there's an income coming into the family. But even more critical is to make sure your children can be educated. The last thing you want to do is pass away and therefore and then after your children cannot be educated. So the important thing is, is Parents need to start early, right from day one. When children are born, they start need to put money away. Encourage them to put money, some of their pocket money away. Now, I don't know, you probably, Kathy, far too much younger, but the banks and building societies used to give you money boxes and you used to put the money box on your little shelf and then every day if you got a cent or 10 cents or 15 cents, you'd put it in the money box. That money box, I don't think exists any longer. But it's still a good idea, even if you take a bottle and you take the top and you make a hole in it so you can fit a slice, slice it where you can fit coins in. It's a fantastic way for children to understand about savings. It doesn't matter how much is in there, but mm-hmm. as the bottle fills up, I find that a lot of young children keep opening the bottle, counting the money and putting it back. They love to do that. 
And I, I think the, the reinforcement of saving habits are so important because, you know, it's so difficult to save and we all start so late. The problem with retirement in this country is people start too late. So reinforce saving habits to children. Introduce them to the concepts of bargaining and choices. I think that's also absolutely critical. We, sometimes, it, you know, we, we, we don't, you know, I want a chocolate and I want to ice cream. You can't have both. You mm-hmm. make a choice. Let them learn early on about making choices. And then, I mean, the difference between investing and not investing is the, is the security you have in the years to come. So I think what is important, parents need to realize that they need from an early stage to be teaching their children about the, the, the positive things about money and not the negative things. I and mean, we've all got bills and very difficult. You know, you take a lot of households now where you had a husband and wife earning and now you've just got one, if lucky, one partner of the two earning, one spouse. So things are a lot difficult, but it shouldn't stop you at all carrying on with a program for your children mm. in terms of teaching them to save, teaching them about choices, teaching them about discipline, teaching them about the important things of having money, not perhaps falling into the same traps. And when your children are in the 14, 15, 16, there's no harm in sitting with your children and letting them see a budget, letting them understand what their parents are, because it's all about budgeting. Having money is about doing the right budget. And I've repeated before what Charles Dickens said, I'll repeat it again, he says, man who earns a pound and, and spends 19 and six months lives in comfort. Man who earns a pound and spends a guinea, and for those who don't know what a guinea is, was a pound and a shilling, lives in misery because they're spending more than they're earning. But that doesn't mean that we can't teach our children to save. And the important thing is to understand education plays a big part. And whatever we've got to forfeit in our daily needs and our daily expenditure, don't forfeit on the education because you're creating an opportunity for your children ultimately to go out into the world and for them to become financially independent, which unfortunately so many in South Africa are not today. Mm. Brian, let's talk about what it is that parents need to do in terms of, you know, I hear you saying that when they're at an appropriate age, it's a good idea to, you know, let them in on how budgets are done and show them the house budget, etc. Many parents, of course, don't talk to their children about finances because they don't want them living with the burden of worrying about, you know, whether or not their parents will be able to provide for them. So how do you realistically have this conversation without creating anxieties for them around money? Kathy, the children feel the anxiety. Children are not stupid. Children are pretty bright. They feel what's going on. They feel the vibes. Uh, they can look at a parent's face and they know when they're in a good mood or bad mood. Mm. They can look at a parent's face. They'll know they're, if they're in a good mood or bad mood because they've got financial difficulties. They hear things. What you, you think they don't hear? Children have got big, big ears. You know, uh, they always say, you know, you've got two ears and one mouth. One, and that's why more listening than talking. And children hear these things. So I don't think discussing these things with children, understanding that you don't have enough money to give them two treats, understanding that you don't have enough money only to give them maybe one treat maybe you can't even give them a treat I don't think that 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 creates anxiety because it's there you know where do we get anxiety we get anxieties from the feelings around us what's happening is there positive or or, or negative energy I mean you, you, in your own job in your own what you do there are some people who create great positive energy and some negative energy and they don't even know you you mm-hmm. just feel that energy and children feel it 
Children are bright. They're not stupid. So you need to understand your child. And there's no harm in, and, and I think the money box idea, which disappeared, I think letting children save a little bit, see them build up their money mm-hmm. in a glass bottle, take a, a cucumber bottle with the top and start putting money and seeing it grow. I think talking to your children at an early stage. Why, why Cathy, do you think you shouldn't be talking to children because of that creating anxiety? Well, it's not so much that I don't think that parents shouldn't be talking to children, but I do know that it is a big consideration often that um, adults have around having conversations with children. Um, You know, I I know that if I can just take the reference of my own family, being a firstborn, I get to know more than the the others that come after me, you know. And it's not really a conversation that um, sometimes is open to everyone because, well, my mother might feel... I don't want to put those two under pressure. Well, look, I understand that. But mm. you I don't believe you can hide these things. By the time the kid's six or eight, even younger, they know whether their parents are under pressure. They can see. You know, you know, I'm a grandpa, so I'm a yes man. So my grandchildren get yes 99% of the time from me. I can't even remember the why they get one knows 1% of the time. But most mm. parents are giving children 80 to 85% no about everything in life, unfortunately, you know, the dangers in life and the things. So children know from an early stage. They understand no and yes. They understand that. And one has to teach them about money. They need to understand, do you want to ask him or a chocolate? I've repeated, I like the money box system. And then from an education point, parents need to understand, you've got one to three years, three to seven years, you've got seven years upwards, you've got tertiary education. How do you go about saving? Where do you find that money to ultimately save? Because you know it's an event. It's not as if it's suddenly, you know, we talk about budgets and we know we have, everyone has a standard budget, but every month, there are extras. One thing is not going to be extras. There's going to be school education. There's going to be school books. There's going to be uniforms. There's going to be requirements. You've got to build that into your monthly budget. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's so critical that uh, we, d- we, we do have these conversations. And as our children get older, they understand the difficulties of the family. They understand. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. They themselves will be saying to themselves, I don't ever want to be in that position. Mom and dad, how can I ensure I'm never in this position. How can I make sure? And, you know, it's like the sandwich generation. Children mm. are supporting both, both their children and their parents today. And many parents are paying for education for their children. These are the times. They, it's not going to change. So I just do believe that school children have gone back to school, thrilled that they've gone back to school because they need that interaction as well. I mean, don't, I mean, I need to get back to my office. I need variation in my own life. I see people, on, I speak on the phone or see them on, on virtual uh, uh, programs. I mean, you know, and children are now back at school with their friends and encouraging them to be there and mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. So, so these are the times to be explaining to children the importance of education and because education is not just a means to an end. Education ultimately is what's going to open the door and give them the riches of life. All right. I'm taking uh, your calls on 011-714-2006. How do you have the conversation with your children around encouraging them to save? How much do they know about, uh, you know, the finances of the family? How much do you do, do you let them in? And is, is it an easy conversation to have? What are some of the difficulties when trying to, I suppose, inculcate good spending habits, um, especially within your children? 
Uh, so the number to dial 011-714-2006 on WhatsApp 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag is SFM Talking Point. I'll take your calls after this quick break. The Talking Point with Kathimo Sasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It's 20 after 10 o'clock and uh, we're talking to Brian Hirsch. We're talking about how to introduce good spending patterns, especially uh, with children. And Brian in particular focusing on the issue of saving and I think uh, some other advice around how to break the cycle effectively of perhaps the mistakes that one would have made as an adult that you wouldn't want your children to repeat. Let me go to David in Uppington. David, good morning to you. Hello, David. Morning, David. Hello, Kathy. How are you? Hi, David. I'm okay. Can I do the question, David? Uh, look, uh, uh, the question to your guest mm. is one. Uh, firstly, um, Kathy, you we understand the historical situation in our country. And uh, my question to the guest, how do a domestic worker start discussing budget matters with his or her child while there is there's no money actually to talk about? And then secondly, Katie, the, the, the material conditions and the, 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 the platform from where your guest is speaking, uh, they are not the same. They're not the same. For, mm. for him to, 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 to address us over SAFM around the issues of budgeting and not making the very same mistakes. These mistakes are historical because there is no money. People are still struggling. The, the inequality lines are deepening each, each and every day. Mm. And the, the poverty lines are, are, are actually, we are actually one of the worst countries in this world. Mm. We are the worst, the worst unequal country. But now we are talking about issues of, 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 of budgeting. Why didn't we actually address the imbalances of the past in terms of addressing the economic the, uh, 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 playing fields and trying to actually narrow the gap? Because it's then and when we can talk about issues of budgeting. Because currently now, you're sitting with people that are actually uh, actually now they, 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 they ask themselves where are they going to get the next bread mm. for, for mm. lunch. Mm. But now you're talking about budgeting. The playing fields mm-hmm. are not equal. Mm. We can't have people preaching to us, telling us how we need. Yes, the elite and the, the ones they have, they can talk to their kids. But the majority of Africans in, 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 in this country, mm. they, they don't have the luxury of talking to their kids about budgeting because they don't have. Even now, given the, 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 the abnormality uh, uh, presented to us by this pandemic, how do we expect people to talk budget? Mm. You know, it, it's such an interesting point, David, that, that you're raising, because on the one hand, you know, I hear the argument that you are making around the inequality that is in this country and the incredible pressure that many households find themselves in. 
And on the other, I just think about the fact that each and every household, regardless of how much money comes in at the end of the month, so without quantifying the figure, the reality is that each and every household works on some form of budget, you know. And if you are not making any money, that in itself is something that needs to be, you know, that that needs to be thought about and accounted for because you're always thinking about how am I going to make ends meet? What am I going to do to be able to, pr- to put food on the table? Can, you, can, can I just uh, raise one, one point very quickly? Sure, go for it, David. You see, Kathy, I understand the, 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 the position that you are coming from. Mm. But my, my point is that, Kathy, mm. is that once we, because some people, even if they get that little, yeah. it's, it's actually even harder for them to plan around that because mm. it becomes so emotional. Because mm. they, 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 they want certain things. Yes, I've listened to your guest mm. saying that people are living uh, above their means. It's not that people, it's by, it's actually, it's the system that actually created that people should live uh, above their means mm-hmm. because people have been deprived of, of actually uh, 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 a better life. And then and, and it's, it's, it's historic. We can't run away from that. Mm-hmm. Even if, yes, we, we want a better South Africa, we want people to play, we want people to come out of this days uh, 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 of, of, of economy. Mm-hmm. But... The playing fields needs to be level. They need to be level, and which is which is one fundamental issue that we need to have economic transformation as quickly as possible. All right. Okay, Kathy. David. Thank you. So, thank you yeah. so much for that yeah. call. Thanks. Really, Thanks. really Look. important insights there being yeah. being shared by David. And I think you know the point really hits home that sometimes it's not that people don't want to plan around their money, but just the sheer frustration that you can't even cover your living expenses with whatever ma- money that you're making makes it almost impossible for you to think about the conversation further around. Okay, how do I budget? How do I teach my kids? Um, you know, different scales so that they don't end up where I am. Brian? Yes, look, David makes a valid point, and I, and I don't minimize that because I did say households that had, that, had, that had maybe two salaries and now only got one salary, and in some cases, maybe no salaries. So people are struggling and being struggling. And, and, and really, the program is about if you, can, uh, to, if you can budget and you can do these things. But the program this morning is not about us and parents and those who are struggling. It's what do we do with our children? Do we just let it, don't think our children, if, you know, as David makes the point, don't think your children, his children aren't listening and hearing these things. So children are feeling the tension. So children are feeling the anxieties. Children are feeling the hunger. But mm. what do we as parents need to do? So where possible, where possible, we may need to cut back where those have a bit of money to put away for education, because I made the point, how important education. But I don't think you should not be discussing the difficulties with your children. You can't hide from the children, there's no money. Uh, so I think the point I was just trying to make that to, you have to start educating. The same way as children are being educated at school in subjects, we need to educate our children at home about money because mm. they're not going to get that in the school. They may get a, you know, a, a sprinkling of that in some of the subjects they do, but we as 
parents need to start educating our children. Even those with no money need to be explaining to children why you're being educated, what the choices are, what you need to do so you don't hopefully or fortunately find yourself in this position in 20, 30 years' time. Let me Start go to B. B in Port Elizabeth. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Cathy. Thanks for taking my call and your guest. Um, sorry, I'm Brian. Oh. Mm. Morning, B. Morning, B. Uh, valid point on David's side, I must say. Mm. Um, it's, it's so sad in these times of the pandemic. Mm. And which has been underlying issues of the past not having been addressed. We could have been there, you know, prevented the corruption and everything else that we could have done, government policy, okay? And um, it's sad because um, now this generation is going through so much. Where we come from, our gogos and our grandparents, whatever, was that little. Also teaching them how to save. Mm-hmm. With that little bit, just the, the mere fact to teach them to become the one-day entrepreneur, you know, and, and earning something, doing something to earn that five cents or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just to Im- uh, implant in them to build forward, which is so difficult right now. It's sad. The conditions... We're living under now, with the generation now, which could have been prevented when there were money. Hmm. With corruption, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, and uh, it's sad, it's so sad. Uh, 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 the, the, the mindset uh, of, 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 of most people is survival, you know, with the pandemic, yeah. sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're all in, in, in that right now. Yeah. day to day, you know, mouth yeah. to mouth, yeah. which could have been prevented. And uh, as unplanned as the pandemic hit the whole world, there was money, there was funds. There was, there was like growth, you know, mm. and neglected. So, so uh, COVID brought up so much underlying issues, you know, which is so sad. And, oh. and, 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 and way back, there was planning. Gorgas could, you know, our grandparents, whatever, they could plan and teach us how to save with that little bit. Mm. B, you're raising such you're raising such an important issue as as well. Uh, B, calling us from Port Elizabeth. It's ten thirty. We're going to continue with Brian after the latest news headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, nine a.m. till midday. You're live on The Talking Point and we're still talking finance with Brian Hirsch. It's such an important issue that we're looking at this hour, which is how to teach your children to make good financial decisions. And we're focusing on savings for today. And I must say, you know, some really important calls coming through, painting a picture of the lived reality of South Africans right now, Brian. And it's it's so important, you know, when you have parents that call in and they say, well, we're focused on living from hand to mouth in this pandemic. Um, things like educating our children on on budgeting or even making sure that they make good financial decisions. Those are not the things that are on the top of our list right now. 
No, Kathy, no, I realise that's not top of the list. Mm. But when we, but I, I make the point again: is wherever possible, we're managing to get our children to school. Our children are going and learning subjects. They're learning math. They're learning English. They're learning of maybe Afrikaans, other language. They're learning uh, history and all those things. There's no financial program thing. So all I'm saying to you is just to talk to our children. Start even, mm. you know, even even a game with, with the money box. Just letting them see uh, how the money grows within that bottle. Uh, just to, um, for them to understand that this is what they need to do. Choices. Yes, we're. To, I understand there are so many families in this country who can't put bread on the table. And, 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 and really, whilst I, I, I empathize with those individuals and I feel I'm talking about where possible, and it's not always possible in every home, mm-hmm. where possible start educating the children. And parents need to understand that they, where possible, if they've got any surplus cash or they can eke any money out from any other source. Because there are people who are spending money on all different things that maybe they need to know the top of that list outside of anything to do with healthcare is education because you are investing in your child's future and where we talk about investing in our child children's future there can be nothing important more important than ensuring we can educate them okay let me go to Deboho in centurion Deboho, good morning uh, good morning kathy and brian uh thank you for a nice show as always mm. well look uh, i i hear what other guys are saying and i mean it's uh, it's very hectic and hard Mm-hmm. But I think uh, directly to the question that uh, Brian raised earlier, I've got two little ones, uh, seven, and the other one is four almost. And of course, they know now how it is just the basics of money management in terms of the budgeting. We, we do sit down as a family to do our own home budgeting mm-hmm. for a month. They know the allocation they are getting. They know if they want something during the month and we haven't allocated that. They know that, oh, you'll get it at the end of the month, mm-hmm. you know. And also the most important thing, they know that if their birthday is coming there, then they can splash, they can get whatever they want within reason, of course. Mm. And uh, I found that uh, it is so empowering to them because they know when something is expensive and when it's not. They know when they can get something now or we have to wait until month end. But a key thing also for me is they know that the basics for them are taken care of. Mm. Like uh, we've been fortunate enough to be able to pay school fees for the whole year for both of them. So now whatever money we get in the course of the month, we're saving it for the 2022 uh, season. And I find it that actually I envy them that uh, they know all these basics at this young age, whereas myself, when I was their age, I didn't even have a clue of uh, what is happening, you know. So it, it, it's, it's a privileged position, but it didn't just come uh, by coming. We were intentional as parents. We, we, we want them to be in charge, in power, and uh, we want them to be really, really know and knowledgeable mm-hmm. about uh, the decision that you make around money. So, Deboho, I'm just interested in knowing, does this mean that you have l- less tantrums when you're in shopping centers yes. around your children <laughs> wanting this and wanting that and yes. buy me this and buy me that? Exactly. Yes, we do have. We, we have less tantrums. Mm. Because I'll tell you what, even with the extra cash I will have, for example, let, let, let me say I will go to a shop, do my normal groceries, and I will have 200 transparent. Mm. I will buy, for example, the little guy a car or a toy that is worth 100 grand, for example, mm. and the girl will get something quite like that. So that, that's enough for the month. Okay, they know the next purchase will come next month. <laughs> you, you know? So it'll, yeah. save us, it'll save us drama in the shop. They don't cry, they don't throw tantrums. 
early on, we used to have a bit of that. But then he mm-hmm. told them, like, hey, we don't have money for this mm-hmm. next month. And I tell you, it has worked. It has been proven where we sit them down and tell them there's food in the house. There's whatever amount of food, drinks you want to eat, you want to drink. Your tummies are full. Your clothes are there. Everything is there. There's car. There's petrol. The toys will have to wait. And they appreciate that. You know, it, it, it has been a, a sort of a smooth ride in letting them be part of the journey. All right. And maybe, and maybe lastly, mm. they, all, they both have their, uh, their piggy bank, you know, and mm. that piggy bank has got money in there. Every time they want something and I challenge them to say, go and take from your piggy bank. They don't want to. We all hate spending our own money, Devo. Yeah, exactly. It's always better when somebody else is paying the bill. I tell you exactly. that much. All right. Exactly. Devo, so thanks Becca, for that call. Becca, they have brought to your children. Get someone else to pay and keep your own money. Let me just make one comment to people, what Tebeka said. Let's assume Tebeka has got 100 rands. He says, I've got 100 rand for each of my children, maybe to buy a toy. What I would be saying to children is, you haven't got 100 rand, you've got 90 rand. Mm -hmm. Because of that 100 rand, 5 rand is going into savings. And then, as I always say, maybe another little bottle, how much is going to charity. We do need to understand that we need to give to the more needy. And teaching children as well that if you've got a little bit more, maybe of that 100 rand, put one rand away. Just one rand. Just the concept that I'm going to give to someone else more needy. I'm going to have some money in savings. And instead of having a toy for 100, Mm. I'm having a toy for 90. That's teaching our children. It's such a it's such a good culture to to instill in children also from yeah. from such a young age. Brian, thank you so much for uh, today. Let's maybe take a look uh, at uh, the numbers that people can use to get in touch with you. Yes, please leave the, all your numbers, your correct numbers: zero one one double eight zero four triple eight. Zero one one double eight zero four triple eight. Two questions. Numbers where I can get hold of you, and which area you phone you from. Because if I can't get hold of you on the first call, I will pass your number on to someone in your area who will make contact with you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Brian. Have a great week. Um, really lovely chat, and thank you to all of our listeners who uh, picked up the phone to dial in. It was really great having the different perspectives and getting a sense of where we are as a nation during this time. So, uh, Finance with Brian Hershey will be back again next week. Uh, as we do every Tuesday, this is uh, the development hour, effectively. That's what we should probably call it. Uh, after this, we're going to be taking a look at our our personal development section and we are focusing on emotional intelligence and assertiveness today so do stay with us for that